0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout And discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours Well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast
1: Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 230 I'm Schmidt I'm Colin I'm Zahner I'm exhausted And we are recording this, like, down, we're down to the wire with this episode This is not a good thing, guys
2: No, it's so, not It's a good wire, though the, I
0: don't know really whose really fault it her. is at all. If someone did decide to go off and like be with their wife in romantic retreats, then possibly we would have not been down to the wire.
1: I, I was available Thursday night when we normally record. It was everyone else that failed there. I was mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is episode number 230. We have a load of headlines for you. I have to warn you. This is kind of a disclaimer. They're kind of from all over the place. There is no common theme. A lot happened this last week. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at TrekRadio.net, KryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio, Stitcher.com, Eagle Moss Limited, and 4814 Web Hosting. All awesome people. You should check them all out. Also, shout-out goes to Colin's shirt, which is so bright and loud, it is practically its own entity. Man, it's hot. Oh, it's, it's, it's so, so hot. hot. <laughs>
2: Well, you guys, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty hot, so. It's
1: is it is this is that shirt? One of a, those things. It's like a hazard shirt, so people can see you when you run at night.
2: You know, I've. <laughs> well, it is late at night right now. I'm still at my office, so that could be it. You're just squatting there. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> yes, I. I go in and I sleep in our cold warehouse. It's great.
0: I like how he says he's still at his office, implying that he ever actually does leave his office and <laughs> go to this apartment of which he claims to have.
2: Hey, I've recorded there a couple times. A couple. I like, like five months ago. Just since I had this new job.
1: <laughs> he, he's been showering in the uh, mop closet.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the non-existent mop closet. Mop, makes mop. it harder,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a lot harder when it's imaginary. It's funny how that works out. Right? <laughs> okay. Um, hey, we have some feedback from last week. Actually, uh, we got it this week, but it's regarding episode number 228. And, of course, it's from Ruff. Uh, And he says, I had exactly your situation regarding ink jets, given that I only printed three to four pages per month and had to replace the ink cartridge due to lack of use. Angry. Thank you. All caps angry. Yes, all caps angry. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. So I picked up a laser printer. It's still on its first cartridge four or five years later. Um, Yeah, Ruff, you're exactly right. That's exactly why people use laser printers is because the toner doesn't go bad and it lasts forever compared to an inkjet. So, but you do have to make up for that in terms of upfront costs, because laser printers typically cost more than an inkjet. So, this is in regards to that Epson printer that comes with a three-year supply of ink. So, that we talked about on 228.
0: So, just how much yeah. is a laser printer? I don't know. <laughs> There's a link here, dude. Like, Sends to, a link to, to, a printer to that's one in like Amazon, to one from Amazon. $88. Wow, that's for a laser really not printer, bad. of course it is monochrome. That, that is a
3: monochrome, yeah. But but color laser printers aren't that much more expensive. At about a hundred and I think I saw one for one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, though they they are made for home use only. If you're going to try to run a large number of prints like you do at a business, you're you're it's, you're going to run a lot in toner. So and this is a wireless one. That's pretty cool. That is cool. So yeah, so yeah, if you're if you're a if you print things at home only three or four times a month then... Get a laser printer. They they look like they're they're pretty good. I think I may have yeah, to. I actually that. never realized how, how I never realized how cheap they were. I I always figured they were up in the three hundred, four hundred dollar range.
1: They so. used to be. Yeah. Dang it Ruff, you're making me a liar. I do not appreciate that.
3: <laughs> but being informed is half the battle.
1: I'm kind of surprised though, because he didn't talk about um currency. Remember we talked about how HDC is now trading below cash value?
0: We must have gotten it right. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is we didn't... <laughs> or we were so
1: without... We were so far gone, we were without redemption. And he just decided to let it go. He's like, no, He's like, just...
0: <laughs> He's like, won't even... Here's a printer. Here you go, guys. He's all. These guys are idiots. I'm not even going to bother anymore with these fools. Here's a link to a printer on Amazon. And of course, it gets us all giddy because printer...
1: Yay, printer! Okay, uh, into our headlines. And, uh, again, I have to apologize. These really are all over the place. Um, A lot of little bits of news came up. None of it huge, but kind of all of it noteworthy, I think. But, then again, you you can always disagree. The first one uh, comes from the land of Windows 10. Uh, An article came out this, uh, or actually a report came out this last week, that pointed out that Windows 10 was refusing to run certain games. Um, gamers cried foul. My gosh, this is Windows 10 just destroying our old PC games, not letting us do it. This is Microsoft going... Actually, no, it's Microsoft not playing well with old DRM. Um, Old DRM, digital rights management, was really, really stupid in how it worked. Oftentimes, it would install something on your computer that was quite invasive, actually. It was horrible. And it would run to make sure that your copy of the game was legitimate. Or, as the kids call it these days, tight or legit, I think. Anywho, the problem is is that the software was so buggy and so bad, people often never ran it. They'd find cracks or pirated... They'd buy the game and then get the pirated version so they didn't have to have the DRM management. Evidently, the DRM management is so bad that Windows 10 considers it a virus and refuses to run it. And so and right, rightfully
3: so, because it does it does leave security gaps and so they they chose not to include it in Windows ten
1: yeah um what 's really funny is it's it's specifically two types of d r m safe disk and uh, what is it secure ROM i think yes yeah, yeah. secure ROM. Uh, Safedisk had this to say about it. Safedisk DRM hasn't been supported for a few years now, and the driver has consequently not been updated for some time. Microsoft should have migrated the existing software since Windows 8. We don't know if that's still possible with Windows 10 or if they simply didn't care about it. Um, dude, it's not up to Microsoft <laughs> to care about your crappy software.
3: Right. It's, it's one thing to say, oh, they, they should have updated it since Windows 8. When the last time safest DRM has been updated was in 2007, so who's behind? <laughs> who's not on the ball <laughs> here? <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's one thing that you know My, Microsoft could have played nice and said, "Okay, we want to support all these games," but there it, there is a security risk with supporting this particular DRM, and so they had to come to a decision here, um, and so. Did they make the right decision? That's up for you to decide. If you're a gamer, it's probably not the best decision they could have made for you. If you're not a gamer or you don't play these old games, you
0: probably don't care. So, yeah, yeah that's my that's <laughs> my question, though, is a lot of the hardcore gamers are playing games that are fairly new on fairly new machines. If this hasn't been mm-hmm. updated since 07 and it's no longer being used, I mean, what games are these quote-unquote hardcore gamers playing that hey. still run this?
2: Grandpa really wants to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, <laughs> which
3: is a good game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, they list it's a few just, here: Crimson Skies. They list they list a few: Crimson Skies, Grand Theft Auto 3, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2004, and the original Sims. Um, if if you purchase one of those legitimately and you have the CD ROM for it, it you know, sometimes nostalgia um, gets you, and you want to you want to play one of your old games because you legitimately own it, right? Um, but unfortunately, you can't without extra cracks or 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 buying it again through a digital distributor like GOG.com or something, so or Steam. Uh, so it's really it's really hard for the people that that already own it and can't play it anymore. So I'm having I'm all sorts of flashbacks
0: to me trying to play SimCity. <laughs> I just I'm like having PTSD right now.
1: Oh oh yeah, I don't think Windows 10 uh, works with that type of DRM either. Sorry, Zonner. <laughs>
0: I haven't even tried. Um, I gave up. Screw EA. I think it would work
3: because they, they used a, an online style DRM, which wasn't Safe Disc or Secure ROM,
1: whatever that is called. This, ma- this article just makes me want to break out Crimson Skies. I love that game. I
3: know.
0: It's so good. That was the airplane one, so, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. I'm going to have to dual boot back in Windows 8 and play it. <laughs>
1: I'll just pirate it. It'll work. Okay. um, Speaking of Microsoft and Windows 10, there's a little app called Parallels. Colin knows this because he's a dirty, dirty Mac user. Hey. Parallels allows you to run Windows applications from within your OS X environment. That's pretty cool, right? Very, very handy if you, for some reason, are a Mac user in a business environment. I'll just leave that there. But there's a real interesting kind of problem here from Apple. See, one of the new applications that Parallels runs perfectly is Cortana, which means now if you're running Parallels on your Mac and you have a Windows 10 partition on there, you have Cortana on your Mac before they've been able to get Siri on your Mac, <laughs> huh. which Good I song. think at this point just shows that Microsoft is trolling Apple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there is a lot of potential here for when they do get Siri on Mac. Um You could have some pretty cool conversations conversations
1: between (laughs) Cortana and Siri. Have them talking to each other. Have Cortana
3: Cortana, tell Cortana that your name is Siri, and so every time (laughs) it responds and calls you Siri, uh,
1: hilarity ensues. I think that's how. That's a way to give your computer multiple personality disorder,
3: or fill up your RAM really quickly,
0: (laughs) which would take you a few minutes since you have thirty-two gigabytes of
1: RAM. Go ahead and say it.
0: (laughs) I couldn't bring myself to. I couldn't bring myself to.
1: in uh, another bit of, hey, let's troll Apple news. So years ago. I'm at like 2% RAM usage, by, by the way,
3: right now. 2%. Oh, it went up by opening my task manager. Okay.
1: <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm at 30%.
0: Um, I don't even want to see what I'm at. I'll probably weep. Years
1: and years ago, (laughs) Apple was able to get a ridiculous patent through the patent office, and it's what started all the phone wars in terms of what could you get away with and what was considered copyrighted by Apple. Famously, uh, Samsung felt the brunt of this attack years and years ago when Apple said, hey, look, you've copied everything about our phone, the icons, the interface, even the hardware itself. And they pointed to a patent that has become known as D677. Obviously, that's um, a shortened version. It's actually uh, 618,677. So they just call it D677. And it pretty much says that Apple has trademarked and copyrighted the rounded rectangle. (laughs) I remember we joked about this, saying it was absolutely ridiculous. Yes, I recall that. Yep. Uh, Well, uh, the U.S. Patent Office has just invalidated it. Yeah. (laughs) Saying that, nope, it's ridiculous. No one should ever have been able to patent that. Your claim to the patent is now null and void.
0: Good Good on them. Which means that the
1: legal battle that Samsung has been facing with Apple may turn violently against Apple suddenly.
0: So does that mean that any royalties that Apple has been able to collect because of that patent now need to be refunded?
1: I I don't know, I don't know if they were ever able to get royalties. That's kind of like that's kind of like claiming that you invented the circle and you're well, like assuming every tire manufacturer in history.
0: I, I did invent the circle, and and now Firestone owes me there. a lot of money. <laughs>
1: No, I just revolutionized the circle. I brought it out. It's shiny. It's white. It's called iCircle. That was you? That was me.
0: Dang you. Your innovative brain.
1: I know. I stay, I live right where art meets function.
2: You know, Is that I, on the
1: Cartesian plane? I can't remember.
2: I really think I need to go and find some Windows hate articles right now. I feel like this hate on Apple Hour. Yeah, but
1: you'll have to go to the Ubuntu forums for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Okay, so um, and there here's... goes Schmidty. <laughs> oh. I'm not wrong. <coughs> That's why it's funny.
3: It's funny because it's true. You, you can only log into the Ubuntu forums through SSH, though. You're yeah.
1: If you don't know how to use that, hey, yeah, they look like they look like a dial-up. I know how to use service. SSH. colin be all up in that
2: i'm all up in that
1: (laughs) okay so last week and the week before we talked about um the vulnerability that had hit osx that zero day vulnerability where people were so scared they basically said if you get it you might as well just format your mac well they patched it and they patched it out in 10.10.5 okay cool download the update install it takes care of that vulnerability Except there's another vulnerability in 10.10.5, which is equally as bad. And, for better or for worse, um, depends on how you view this guy, the person who discovered the exploit just released it to the wild. He didn't notify Apple. He didn't go through the obligatory 30 days, 90 days, whatever. He just shoved it out onto the web. And this exploit works almost the exact same way, in which it allows you to push whatever settings or software you want to a Mac without prompting for a password.
3: Not the kind I, of vulnerability you want out in the wild. Colin doesn't no. look
2: very
0: happy at this news.
2: No. Especially coming from a company that's all Mac-based.
0: <sighs> <laughs> well, they just work. You know? Yeah. They don't get viruses.
2: They, they never do. No. Why would they ever do such things?
0: Security by obscurity <laughs> is the great way to go.
2: Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, no
1: word yet on how long it's going to take them to fix this one. Uh, but I would imagine that right now, within the halls of Cupertino, they are currently scrubbing through all of their code to see how many vulnerabilities are in there for this. Because it seems odd to me that this is the second vulnerability in a row that gets the exact same result.
0: You know, yeah. the, I think it's hilarious, personally. But I'm kind of a dick.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Okay, we'll just leave that there. <laughs> hey, also, I mean, Apple's not the only one. We found an Android vulnerability. Uh, this is right after the stage fright one we talked about last week. This one is also dealing with media, except for this is an audio one. And, by the way, it affects nearly every single version of Android. Yay! Yay! Just after I finally updated my phone and got the stage fright vulnerability fixed.
3: <laughs> yeah, this one affects the component called audio effect. So, um not really sure how to protect yourself against this one because <laughs> it yeah so this one we're just gonna have to wait for an update there's not really anything you can do just don't touch your phone
1: yeah, don't don't <laughs> listen to audio don't play a ringtone don't even turn it on <laughs> it's what the, it's what it feels like we're reporting on every week now yeah hey it's been another week you still can't use your electronics stay off the internet and don't associate with zoner because uh, <laughs> your identity will be hacked
0: it helps if well, you it, pronounce my name right but okay let's go on <laughs> I mean, with StageRight, at least you could say, "Okay, just don't open,
1: up any,
3: open any uh, media files from text messages." That's basically the only way that stage fright, a vulnerabil vulnerability could have taken place. But with audio effect, it's almost <coughs> available through any any way of playing uh, audio media. That's that's Audible, Spotify, uh, Pandora, and like Zook said, ringtones. Though, so if you if you've had a ringtone, and you know, for the past. Five to six months, and you haven't changed it through, through an app or whatever. You're probably fine on that note.
0: But uh, so I don't know. Yeah, you said know. note as you were talking about <laughs> audio files. I see what you did there.
3: Oh, that's funny. I didn't even notice that.
0: What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said
1: you're probably fine on that note. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Speaking of zoner and identity theft, um, Ashley Madison's oh, wow. database.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <coughs>
1: Uh, um, no, so I was not compromised
0: ab- in this hack. I'm just going to throw <laughs> it out there. I am not involved in this one in any fashion.
1: Are you sure? Well, it, it even it, to be perfectly honest, even the people who may have been compromised may not have been compromised because, as it turns out, uh, the hackers who did release the who did the hack on Ashley Madison, the quote unquote dating website, uh, and I use that term liberally they released it they released all the records they had and it's a lot it's a lot of names 10 gigabytes right yeah but people are uh, experts are warning people to take it with a massive helping of salt because as it turns out ashley madison had no verification system in place which means you could have registered as barack.obama at whitehouse.gov and it would have said okay sure and it would have let you register as that it never verified so there were a lot of entries people have found in there that are obvious crap there's ones that have been entered in there wrongly and there are ones that were scraped from other advertising data to make fake profiles to kind of lure people in
0: and then there are those that if your last name is Duggar, are confirmed to be accurate (laughs) but you know that that, that's a
3: very uh convenient excuse oh no i'm 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 serious michelle that wasn't me it was someone else i was was (laughs) hacked I mean, don't you think that's a, that's a
1: convenient excuse? I mean, oh, well, anyone and, and, and could sign up with my email address. That could have been any other. Well, what's funny is the fact that I, I went searching. I found my email address in there. Oh. I'm I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, I, and I had to tell my wife. I had to tell my wife. I'm like, look, it's in there. I never put it in there. If I was dumb enough to do something like this, don't you think I'd at least be smart enough not to use my real email address?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs>
1: Just saying. Then again, I also have a very vindictive ex who would do something like that. I have also gotten onto a whole lot of lists, so I know my information is out there and being sold. I haven't checked your guys's. Maybe you guys should check too.
0: Probably ought. No, to. because
3: because learning uh, owning the list itself is you. You're owning stolen property. so
1: That's a good point. You actually know it was Honor who brought that up earlier this week. Yeah, I yeah.
0: read something, and I hadn't considered this, but if you download the database from a torrent site or whatever, you are actually in possession of stolen property, and you could be in trouble for possessing it.
1: So Now, whether or not you'll get prosecuted for that...
0: Entirely different matter. But, but yeah, I, I had not considered that aspect of this that you could possibly get in trouble for simply having the database because it is stolen property.
1: Now, the funny thing in all of this is that uh, representatives from Ash- Ashley Madison's parent company, um, what is this? I don't even know. I don't care. Uh, they're trying to claim that it's not true. It's not accurate. This isn't our list. This isn't our database. This is nothing of the sort. This is just a basic list that hackers put out there all the time to say that they have the information. Um, we maintain that uh, this isn't accurate. and Everyone's still safe.
3: Of course you would say that. He'd I know. say that in the same breath that you'd say, "Oh yeah, we don't verify email addresses, so it's, you can't prove that that so and so's email address." Well, <laughs> and that's
1: what, interesting. You're very right, Schmidt, and I say this knowing that my address is on the list. But it's not Ashley Madison who was quick to point out that they don't verify email. It's been right. other news outlets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're covering now, their own <laughs> That's kind of what I'm wondering.
1: I, I just imagine like some news anchor is like we'd like to point out that this can't be verified as real. So, uh, Michelle, please don't freak out at me when I come home because it totally. See, it's right here. I'm saying it right now on CNN. <laughs> well, you know, it, I mean, they could pull this list from like targets data,
0: database or something. Well, like that. in you that know, case, my have... name would be on it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you remember, I was compromised in that data breach as well. Um, I'm serious. We should search the database
1: for Zahner, because I'll bet you he's in there like 12 times, (laughs) just because.
0: Well, you know, the interesting thing about this, I think the initial dump that the hackers did was about 10 million names, and the Ashley Madison official person came out and said the things that you just uh, referenced, Zook. and I think it was the day following that, they did another dump with, the, the hackers did another dump with 13 million names. And they actually had a lot of data on this CEO of Ashley Madison and they specifically called him out saying is this fake now are you still saying that this isn't real but the scary thing about that is they got a lot deeper into the Ashley Madison network than anybody thought for them mm-hmm. to be able to pull this information which you know i think yeah, it's it hilarious be- but
1: it, it it became very clear it wasn't just simply a membership list yes and as zoner was joking about but I think we can take it as a sign. Obviously, this is the Ashley Madison list. If Josh Duggar or whatever his name is, Duggar, has been apologizing publicly for what people have discovered on the list. Like, he wouldn't do that if it was fake. Yes, right. So, that's something to consider, too. Uh, going down the line of identity theft and hacks, um, the IRS, they got hacked, remember?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it turns out it's a lot bigger than the, uh, the 100,000... People that they claimed is closer to uh, three and a half hundred thousand. That's a weird way to say it. Three and a half hundred. <laughs> yeah, three and a half hundred. The elevensies. Uh, but that's just filings or cases. In truth, it's over six hundred thousand people.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm probably that's, on that list.
1: Oh, you're definitely on that <laughs> list.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Colin's not because he's squatting at work. They can't find him. The IRS. He's, nope. he's entirely off their grid. Or invisible. Okay, I'm going to... Th- That's suddenly the best idea I've ever heard now.
0: <laughs> I- I'm going to throw this out there. I just checked my name on the Ashley Madison leak. I was not compromised. My name is not on the list. It's about freaking time that I am not involved in a
1: data breach. <laughs> hey, look, I didn't sign up for the service, but if I'll, I'll take a year of free credit monitoring or whatever it is, <laughs> identity protection. Yeah,
0: so I'm just throwing out, that out there. I, I knew I didn't sign up for it, but you never know if somebody else signed up for me.
1: It's like, it's like the modern version of signing someone up for the uh, the CD club. <laughs> Columbia House. <laughs> the Columbia House Music Club. Whoa, See, Colin, back in the day, there of, were things yeah. called CDs. Yeah. He's like, he's just boycotting me now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Colin, say something.
1: You can't hear us.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought okay. you had died.
1: Now, the IRS breach is actually a little bit more scary, because, okay, so I don't shop at Target, so my identity's okay. And, you know, I don't have affairs, so my identity's okay. We all are supposed to file taxes. There's no real way to get around that one.
3: Nope.
1: So, yeah, they say that they,
3: uh, most likely the culprits were looking to eventually claim refunds with the stolen goods, um, which... I guess, I guess if you're willing to put in the time to do that, uh, go for it. But it sounds like a lot of work to me.
1: <laughs> well, they're nothing if not industrious.
3: Yeah. Okay. Kind of seems pointless to me, but
0: okay. Let's go uh, to Samsung's new Gear Watch. Let's let's go on some happy news. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about innovation.
0: I'm just glad there was a data breach that didn't involve me for a change. <laughs> Mark it'll, get you it'll get you somehow. It'll well, get you somehow. I don't know how it well, is. Well, let see. Home you. Depot, Target, Blue Cross. Oh, yeah. check your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, her name's going to be in there. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not find that name in there. I'd just say oh, it.
3: Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Zook. Moving
1: on. Moving on, Samsung is introducing a new Galaxy Gear watch, Uh, though technically this is not called the Galaxy Gear. This is the Gear S2, and it looks pretty. It looks really nice. Um, I am partial to the round-faced watches in general, so the fact that this one is just an added bonus. It doesn't have the flat tire look that the Moto 360 or the second-gen 360 that's being leaked has. It just looks like a normal watch, which is what you want. Here's my problem with it, is the fact that the Galaxy Gear can only be used with a Galaxy smartphone. In fact, I believe all of Samsung's watches are that way.
3: Yeah, all of their Gear watches
1: are like that. But they were all named Galaxy Gears.
3: Oh, good point. Yeah, this one does not have the Galaxy name in it, so maybe they're breaking away from it i don't know but they they still do have um samsung specific software on the phone it's it's not full android wear it's it's a modified version of it so maybe you still need a samsung phone for it i don't know
1: but at least it's not tizen tizen tizen
3: well <laughs> if they went the tizen route it still w- uh, that one would have been more indicative that they're going multiple platform because it still would have been able to work with uh, I mean, they would have had to make it work with anything, right? Because no one's rolling out a Tizen phone here in in the U.S. That's that's, that's nice anyway. So um, at least that that route would have been a little more feasible on the multi platform. Multi platform, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <And you're laughs> I'm so make, tired. Anyway. I'm so tired. No, but I so, yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. It looks really nice. Um, there, there's still no word of how big it is. Uh, is this going to be? as big or bigger than the moto 360 or is it going to be smaller like the lgr lg LG watch r i can't say that one either (laughs) i think i just said it lg watch r okay yes you did congratulations (laughs) you
2: know it's it's still not better than the apple watch because it because it can't send little hearts on its screen though
3: that's true that's true you're right
2: (laughs) it's the important things that matter
3: yeah, okay, good Good point, Colin. Okay, you just killed that. I off. have
0: a heart rate <laughs> monitor that shows a little heart on the screen. Does that count? No, no, oh. it
2: doesn't count. You can't send it to someone else. You can't send your heartbeat to
0: someone. Well, not legally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right. what
1: to make of any of what you guys just said. Oh, I, z- I actually kind of zoned out there for a moment. I will say for this, for though. Best. This isn't in the headlines either, but news this week came out that Fossil is making their own Android Wear watch. Yes. Yeah. That's big. That is big. It's big for a major reason. Now, I don't like Fossil watches. I think they're cheap and they're shoddy. Um, They just simply are not ones that I would wear because I wear my watch as a status symbol. And you don't wear Fossil as a status symbol. No. (laughs) Just saying. What if you're Um,
0: a 13-year-old, though?
1: Well, okay, maybe then. I didn't, but <laughs> if that's your thing, sure, I guess. But it's really important because Fossil is known for more affordable watches. And if they can make an Android Wear watch, that really says something. If they could lower that entry point for smartwatches, that could really be a boon to the industry. So yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Now watch, this will be the one Fossil product that's like $700.
0: I wore a Swatch when I was thirteen. Just saying,
1: it's possible. I mean, it, you're from Northern Utah. I'm also <laughs> a lot older than y'all. Did you have to wind it?
2: Well, I mean, you guys are a lot older than me for sure.
0: Which explains you why you can work at
2: least like what twenty years.
0: Yeah, but that's why you can work like twenty hours a day, and it doesn't phase you. Whereas, like rolling out of bed makes me want to get back into bed because old man
1: <laughs> the difference is, is that Colin's going to age like Sheng Tsung You know, he's going to look this way for forever until he f- finally gets to that point where the metabolism stops and his energy, energy level stops and all like the previous 10 years catch up to him at once
2: I already have issues with my back <laughs> my, my back's a hater <laughs> I'm probably aging as we speak right now by like 20 billion years
1: Ladies, you don't want him to age without someone. Call
2: yeah, him now. Save me.
1: So you're saying you need to you need to cut back on your consumption of marshmallows then.
2: Probably. Yeah. Speaking of Google marshmallows.
1: <laughs> that was so clever. I wasn't even going to say anything. <laughs> Android M has a name. Android M of course is the newest version that will be after Lollipop and it is Marshmallow. And I guess I kind of like it, but I was really hoping for a moon pie.
0: We all hope for a moon pie because moon pies are delicious.
1: It's
3: marshmallow and
1: chocolate. Yeah, and a cookie base.
2: Mm. Maybe that's the next one. You know, merge a little New- bit of Kit Kat with marshmallow, create a moon pie. <laughs> the next one
3: starts with an N, so if you can spell moon pie with an N at the beginning of it, yeah, you sure. can
2: totally do it. <laughs> Noon pie. Rebranding time. <laughs>
0: Okay. available Hashtag on, time to rebrand available on ashleymadison.com <laughs> the noon
1: pie oh yeah
3: so so yeah we don't have a lot of added news for marshmallow because we, we talked about a lot of that Android M back when Google i o came out but they do have the the SDK available for you developers out there and you can you can get uh, Android M for your um, or Android marshmallow I should start saying now for your phone if you're uh, if you're so inclined so developer preview of course so it's Probably
0: going to be buggy.
1: Buggy and not good for your daily driver. Correct. Nope. Correct. From what I understand of uh, the next one of of Marshmallow is that it's supposed to be everything that was good with Lollipop without any of the problems that came from Lollipop.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, one of the biggest uh, updates that I'm excited for is the the more granular app permissions uh, uh, feature. And we're going to talk more about that later on in the show. But um, the idea that, you know, an app has all these different app permissions that you're giving it uh and you don't know exactly what those permissions are being used for in in android marshmallow uh it will it will keep those permissions secure for you until it acts it, until it actually needs it and then it will pop up saying hey this is going to use your your phone right now do you want it to do that so i mean
1: let's talk about ground. app permissions now actually okay. let's, yeah, let's let's jump right now. into that now um <coughs> this week Spotify, the popular music streaming service, that seems to be getting less popular every month, but anyway, they updated their privacy policy, their terms of service, and in it, it had certain wording that proceeded to freak the people the crap out, and everyone started reacting to it. Oh, my gosh. Spotify can access my pictures and it can upload them and it can access my phone calls and my text messages. It can take over my phone. It can send all of that. Why on earth would I give that? And people started freaking out and unsubscribing. The media, because they're never wrong, started capitalizing on that and saying, yeah, Spotify's just gone nuts. We don't understand what's with them. People, this is um, a prime example of you not understanding something and overreacting because of it. <laughs> The Facebook app has the same
3: app permissions.
2: exactly. As soon as (laughs) Facebook Messenger hit, the media blew that out of proportion as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually knew people who stopped using Facebook because the Facebook Messenger app said it was going to steal all their information and was a huge privacy risk. I've got news for you. The privacy risk isn't from the Messenger app. It's from you posting every waking moment of your life online for everyone to see. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying Okay, so let's let's go over this. Um, we can access your phone calls. Why on earth? What Shmitty, Why would a, a music app need to access your phone calls? Well, that's a good question, Zook. <laughs> um, f- for one, well, first first of
3: all, uh, any app that's on an Android phone um, is is taking up a part of your memory, and when you switch to another app or or say, for instance, answer a phone call the phone if if there are no uh priorities in place your app that app is going to be taken out of memory um so in this case uh if if spotify didn't have permissions for your phone if you're listening to music you get a phone call uh after your phone call you're gonna have to open up spotify again find the music you're listening to again um so this is one way that they can continue your playlist playing after your phone call and or you can give uh your phone ringtones uh you can make your phone ringtones specific tracks in spotify um you wouldn't be able to do that if if that app didn't have those permissions so
1: in in some cases if the app didn't have those permissions then spotify wouldn't stop playing music when the phone rang (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah if if spotify didn't have access to the phone functions it wouldn't know the phone was ringing and you were talking on it right then it would keep blasting music
3: yeah yeah, there there are some games that that, that, that happens to because because the game doesn't have phone permissions, you'll be playing a, a game, you'll answer the phone, or, or you'll be playing the game while you get a phone call, you'll answer the phone and either the, the game, like Zook says, will, will continue playing, and you, you keep hearing the sound or the game completely cuts out and you lose your game progress, which is mo- more often the case. Um, so when you see a game with those permissions, thank the developer for thinking of that so you don't lose your game progress when you get a call because heaven forbid someone's call someone calls your phone.
1: <laughs> so that's just one example. one example but it's a very good example as to why a lot of these apps require permissions. So the next time that you see an app that requires these permissions and it's telling you that it requires the permissions stop freaking out about it because the really nefarious ones the ones that mean to do you harm and steal your information they don't tell you what they're doing. Right.
3: Yeah, the one the one about the photos where that it seems like the one that everyone is freaking out about at least the the ones I see complaining on Twitter and stuff. Um, that's a really benign permission for for uh, for Spotify. Uh, they're using your photo. That, if they didn't have access this permission to your photos, you wouldn't be able to assign any of your photos to custom playlists or or your own or profile or your own profile. So yeah, you you would be really locked out that way. I guess you could on the desktop app, but but it's nice that they're letting you do it through the phone, so be happy. Stop <laughs> freaking out,
1: people. Unless <laughs> you've suddenly become a developer yourself, stop freaking out. Yeah, just saying. Um okay, um Project Ara, uh which is Google's modular phone is delayed. For how long? We don't know. Till
3: 2016, is what we're we're thinking here.
1: At, at least that's what they tweeted, so indeed. Um, Now, according to Project Aura, it's because the magnets didn't work. Then Project Aura retweeted that, sorry, that was a joke. Evidently, we have no sense of humor because people really didn't understand what they meant by the magnets not working. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You'd think Google would know how to make a joke better, but
0: they should Google funny jokes. I bet there's a lot of them (laughs) that would come up for him. Hey, Cortana, tell me a
1: funny joke. (laughs)
3: because <laughs> that works every single time and now we're here I, I've, waiting I've heard for the, cortana
0: to tell us a that, funny that joke. wasn't a very good joke
3: I've, I've heard all the jokes that cortana tells me so i yeah, told that, cortana she has to come up with new jokes and and she said i'm not capable of that <laughs> She's
2: not capable, which is good a lot of things
1: the, that's good though because the instant she becomes capable of it we're that's all gonna <laughs> die like that's, that's judgment day <laughs> It was one knock-knock joke, and she launched the nukes. Okay, uh, Google has also (laughs) launched a new service called Sunroof. They've been working on this one for a while, but it's never had this name, and it's never been quite this polished.
3: This is really cool.
1: It's really cool, and it's also the cutest name I've ever seen of a Google product. It actually is named exactly what it's doing. See, it takes Google Maps information, specifically right now for Boston and the Fresno area, and it calculates how much sunlight the roofs in that area get. And how much money you can save, or make, or how much power you can generate with solar panels in that area. Yeah, so that's really, really cool. That's really cool.
3: Yeah, because currently, um, if you're if you're looking to get solar panels, uh, you have to have people come out and, and actually do the surveying on your house, or or you know, they, sometimes they do look at Google Maps or, or satellite photos and analyze what uh, what percentage of your roof is going to get the best uh, best sunlight, um, and and that's a I mean when when, that, when they did that for our house, I thought, well why couldn't this be done over all the houses across the world and then not a month later, Google releases this and it's it's ingenious. They use Google Maps and analyze all the the houses and i don't I don't know if it, if it's all automatic or if someone has to manually go in and, and map the roofs but uh, it seems like it's automatic it It'd be dumb if it weren't but uh, it's it's ingenious it's, I'm glad they're doing that
1: yeah, and what's really cool is the fact that Right now, uh, especially in the Utah area uh, where where we all live, another player is coming in, Vivint and a few others, that really want to push solar panels. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. But I'm always leery about salespeople coming in. Oh, well, I could save you this much. Oh, you're in a prime area here. You could make this much. I don't trust salespeople ever. I never trust a salesperson. This kind of gives me another
0: a neutral another voice. Tool.
1: I wouldn't say neutral. I I hesitate to call them neutral because they're still interested in getting solar panels on there as well. This is another thing that Google wants to try and move into, probably under the Alphabet name. Um, But it, it gives me something to at least verify whether the person is just out in the night when it comes to
0: yeah. Well,
3: and once it's available for our city, I wonder if all those companies are going to start using this as a comparator, or you know, they'll they'll send someone out to look at your home, but then they'll also use this and say. Oh, and then we also verified using Project Sunroof that this is true. And so, I don't know. Maybe maybe they will. Maybe they won't. It, they'd be smart if they did.
0: I'll say this. I know my solar panels are freaking awesome. My yeah. my bill is a third this year of what it was at the same time last year. That so, is cool. I mean, it's I, I love this. They need to get solar out there quicker and more affordable quicker. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I see happening with this,
3: though, is uh, since they have most of the homes mapped in these areas they could find the ones with the most percentage of savings and 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 i guess a lot of people wouldn't like this but but specifically target those people for marketing you know um, makes sense it's, a, it's like hey you could save 90% on your bill just because your, your roof is so huge <laughs> so i don't know
1: that's a good thing to do to businesses yeah. um, also they've branched out into another area now this time networking equipment
3: this is also a very smart idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's called it's a new router called OnHub. It's a smart wireless router. And I've got to say, this is just me, and this is completely um, not against Google or really anyone, but I really need companies to stop saying the word smart.
0: <laughs> if everything is smart, then nothing is.
1: Yeah, because I guarantee you it's not as smart as you think um i don't begrudge it i get that it's much more feature filled uh, and when i say much i mean a lot uh this thing has 13 antennas on it six of them for the 2.4 gigahertz band six of them for the five gigahertz band plus another one to monitor other wireless traffic and try and uh do wireless shaping to i uh, avoid it that's incredible that's really now <laughs> people wonder okay well why do i need another router what what makes this one so different People don't realize this because it's not very well advertised, but routers have a hard limit on how many wireless devices they can service. Uh, For most of the ones a few years ago, it was like 16 devices. Then it jumped to 32, and I want to say that many home ones are now around 64, like the the top-end ones, 64 wireless devices. Well, geez, that's a lot. I'd never have 64 devices in my house. I only have my thermostat, my Kindle, my uh, tablet, my smartphone, my laptop, our media center, the Xbox, my wife's laptop, her Kindle, her smartphone, my kids' tablets, so there's another two... um, It adds up. Oh, and those new uh, Amazon push thingies. I love those things. Those are great. If you have have Sonos speakers, those are wireless
3: as well. I have
1: the wireless uh, keypad on my door lock. I've got that. That's great. I have the garage door opener. That's on wireless now. Um, And my Ecobee thermostat has wireless sensors all over the place. Trust me, you're getting more wireless (laughs) clients than you think. It's adding up fast. And so something like this, and it comes in at a really competitive price, around $200, is really really actually quite good yeah
3: and one of the one of the ways that they mitigate uh signal loss is by making it beautiful and that doesn't make sense just by hearing it that way but usually when you get a router it has all the cables connected to it you want to hide it right so people are putting it in places that that kind of lowers its uh potency if you will so by making it beautiful and making it actually aesthetically
1: pleasing people are going to put it out in the open Somewhere where the signal is free to roam, essentially. Yeah. So my, my, my router and wireless um, access point looks like a piece of networking equipment. Yeah. It has blinking light for every port plugged into it, plus a status symbol, plus a wireless symbol, plus a power symbol. Mm-hmm. And they're all blinking like crazy. It looks like a network closet.
3: Because mm-hmm.
1: it is a net piece of networking equipment. I get that. But we hate looking at it. <laughs> um, okay, we, we got to move forward. Uh, where should we go next? Let's go Netflix? Sure. So, who added this one in? Because I have not read
0: it. That was me. Um, Oh, that's honor. Yeah. So, Netflix uh, has come out, and they have figured out that they save viewers 130 hours a year by not having them watch commercials. So, that's 130 hours of additional programming that you are able to watch because you are not being bombarded (laughs) with commercials. If this was Hulu, you had to watch four
3: hundred hours of video to to save that hundred thirty hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, they figured the averages that this is what the average person watches is you know four hundred hours of programming a year. Uh, if it was Hulu, it would be like twelve hours like twenty <laughs> of of programming, and the rest would be commercials. Um, it's only three episodes of <laughs> I don't know. Pick your favorite TV show. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, actually, they say. They say the average Netflix user is spending 540 hours on Netflix every year, and if it was an ad-driven system, only 410 of those hours would actually be content. So, I mean, that's that's pretty sweet. I think we now know why people love Netflix, because that's really cool.
1: On the flip side of this, though, is it means that you have another 130 hours to binge-watch more stuff on Netflix, which we know that's what you're doing. Either way, your productivity
0: loses. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> See, you know, it's funny because my boss has actually mentioned that he'll watch Hulu at work. Because he likes the commercials, they are able to allow him to uh, be productive. I probably shouldn't well, sure. have for, just said that. For every for uh,
1: 12 minutes of, uh, of content, you get another hour of ads yeah, to walk away. Yeah, That's about like a smoke break in most cases. Yeah.
0: Right? It works well. Yeah. It works well.
1: Uh, do an hour worth of work and then come back for 12 minutes of viewing something. That works. Sure. Um, remember when we talked about um, Superbad Pimpalicious? Our good friend, <laughs> Bad Pimpalicious on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, we talked about how Facebook was uh, blocking people based on their name, and it was just ridiculous because they didn't think the name was real. Well, it has happened. It has made the news. A person whose last name is Avatar, he and his wife got blocked. Because obviously Avatar isn't a real name, except it is his name. It's actually his last name, and therefore it's his wife's last name, too. And they just up and blocked it. They didn't ask for ID. They didn't ask for anything kind of ridiculous. Facebook has said that, sorry, that was one of the words that comes up as a fake name. They're trying to fix it now. They're working on not doing that in the future. But I'm still kind of confused, because how are they coming across these? Like, how are they finding these people and determining, oh, that's not a real name?
2: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you would super- think that they would have something that where you know it's it's a reporting feature again. You know, someone actually goes through and reports, "Hey, this isn't a real, real person or last name."
3: Except it doesn't seem that it's it's like that though. I mean, it seems it almost seems like uh, they have they have a system in place to automatically notify or it, not notify that automatically disables an account based on based on someone's algorithms. Maybe they they some developer thought oh yeah avatar is not going to be a real name let's push that into the to the red flag bucket and then the next day their accounts were were banned or something you know from the developer's point of view it was seemingly benign but then they ended up banning 60 people whose names were avatar
1: (laughs) well that's what's kind of confusing though is like shouldn't they know who his parents are because let's face it they're second only to google when it comes to information about you so Mm -hmm. if let's say that someone's last name is cobblepot Okay, which we all know is, you know, Oswald Cobblepot from Batman. He's the Penguin. Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds like a fake name. But we know it's not. But if his parents are both named Cobblepot, and his wife is named Cobblepot... And his kids are Cobblepots. (laughs) Then either he's named Cobblepot, or he's taken this joke to an unhealthy level, and you should probably just (laughs) let him have it.
0: Either way, don't ban him.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That could be
0: dangerous. I really want to point. say something about that's the cobblepot calling the kettle black, but I just can't find a way to work it in.
1: It just doesn't. No, no. Uh, um, okay.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Let's go to Cerberus because I want to end on a happy note. So this is their <laughs> second to last headline here. But
3: you want to uh, end with this honor rage? That's,
0: <laughs> that's what you want. He's, what are you talking about? This isn't up. our last headline. Cerberus? We, we still no, got Facebook isn't. trying to use animated GIFs.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: And we have one other.
3: Oh, you're going to Cerberus because this is not what we're going to end with. Okay, I got you. Right,
1: right. See? Okay. But you ruined it. Let's go to Facebook. Um, so <laughs> Facebook has decided to launch the use of animated GIFs. You can now use... Well, they're rolling it out slowly, not to everyone. But you can now roll out and use animated gifs in posts. Sorry, you can also use them in ads. So remember those really annoying hit the monkey win a thousand dollar ads or whatnot or the X ten yeah, you always won. Uh, The X ten surveillance system animated GIF ads from like eight years ago before ad blockers really got good. Now we can see those in Facebook. Yay um oh, and that really annoying uplifting gif set to whatever music that was really really kind of annoying on MySpace expected to be super annoying on Facebook Woo-hoo! Okay. Yay! Didn't they learn at all?
2: You know it really doesn't surprise me though because more and more people are using sites like Giphy um, and creating all these new gifs and, and like you know a, a lot of other programs like chat programs like my company uses Slack. Uh, and so, there's actually an integration for Giphy, um, and people spam that all day within our chats. Whether it be um, something that's just out of the ordinary or just random, it's it's very interesting. But yeah, it's it's more supported now. I don't know. It's popular, I guess.
1: We've we've slowly been um, transitioning Schmitty over to the GIF world. Um, he's been resisting, kicking, and screaming. I love animated GIFs. Yay. <laughs> Please don't hurt my children. Um, <laughs> they pay well, me to say that, by the way. Well, once a day in group chat, we'll just throw in a GIF. And the thing is, is it has to be either well done and or hilarious and or appropriate. That last one is highly optional.
3: You're, you're, you're missing another rule. But go on.
1: It has to be a higher resolution. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. Good job. Um, but th- the problem is, is that that's us being very controlled. Oh, jeez, Zahner. <laughs> <laughs> Zahner. just dropped a uh, animated GIF uh, into our group chat right now someone getting smacked in the head with his own Ow. watermelon slingshot.
2: <sighs> so
1: now imagine that your slightly racist, <laughs> politically slanted uncle is posting GIFs all the time. Yay. <laughs> okay, uh Cerberus. Cerberus is a app or an app developer who developed an Android app that people loved and it could track your phone. So if you ever lost your phone or you wanted to know who had it or where it was or if it's been stolen, you could look it up and find
0: it. Uh you can do a lot more than just find it. You can disable it, you can wipe it, you can there's a lot you can do with it.
1: A whole lot you could do. They gave out quite a few lifetime warranties and licenses, sold some other not warranties licenses. licenses. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Um, licenses, and they also sold some other ones that were both lifetime and just standard, you know, x amount of time. Well, they're having the problem now. It turns out they are now expiring those lifetime licenses and some other not lifetime ones, the ones that they gave away that they can't maintain anymore. They're now asking people to pay. Oh, and the ones that did pay. Yeah, they're expiring those, two for some reason. Now, if this sounds like a dodgy thing to do, you're right. It is. And you know what? While servers may have been the first to the market with this feature, most all Android phones now have Find My Phone built into it through Google, so you might as well just use that for free. Yep. That's true. See,
0: I don't really... I, I have a problem with this in that I was given a free lifetime license. Apparently, I'm going to die in, I think it's eight days now, so since... <laughs> i don't like being told that way but
1: i have we've also canceled your life insurance hope you don't mind
0: instead of them sending out an email explaining the situation saying hey here's the deal we were stupid this is what we have to do if we want to stay in business if you'd like to continue using our service we ask that you pay something otherwise we're going to give you a bunch of ads or something that's cool i got no problem with that i found out about this on reddit I didn't find yeah. out about this from the developer, and from everything I'm seeing, the developer is kind of a douche.
1: Even if it was simply, even if he didn't say anything and simply said, um, "You're going to get ads now." You have that free lifetime, you know, license, but now you're going to get ads. Yeah. Okay, that's the price you pay for free. You know, especially in or the Android even, world. Even if you simply come around and say. Um, yes, you did have a free lifetime license. However, that product is going away, replaced by this other li- this other product that's almost identical <laughs> but named something else. Well, guess what? You had that product until the end of its lifetime. It yeah. still qualifies. Yes, you, they could have done that. Yeah, but no, they're they're not.
3: I, I I have a problem with with people offering lifetime licenses in the first place because we all know nothing lasts forever. Um, so I I mean. The, the the developer shouldn't have offered lifetime licenses to begin with i mean not i mean it's hard to to go back in time and, and say that but i mean for people to expect that is a, is another thing uh, i'm not saying that everyone who bought this is is uh less than intelligent but for only four i think what was a 4.99 yeah was for the that that's the euros though no, that's not dollars that's euros right okay so like six dollars something like that but um I mean, a lifetime license in my mind should be at least fifty dollars or a hundred dollars or something, something insane like that. Five dollars for a lifetime li- license seems a little low for me. <laughs> I,
2: well, with how many if, users they have based on it, I mean, they're easily going to make up a lot of money with it. But still,
3: yeah, but a lifetime is a long time. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know about if, that. Even though. if you have a million users, even if a million users, that's that's five million euros. You can't, you can't sustain a server forever on that. No I'm just saying
0: yeah now I mean, just forever's a long time just a thought on that though Colin there's a lot of people that are of the mindset that if they couldn't support a free license and now they're saying we fail at business, give us money so we cannot fail at business, what confidence does that instill that they will use that five dollars for their lifetime license quote unquote and not fail at business again I mean
2: well I guess it's just primarily dependent on has the solution worked for them previously have they been able to find that lost device do they still have faith in the solution I mean Mm. if if they have have proven cases as to where yes this has helped they're going to spend the money
3: that's a
1: good point that is a good point
2: okay let's let's
1: finish on our promised happy news Star Tours kind of cheesy a lot of fun because you're at Disneyland and Star Wars is there it's going to get bigger. So much much bigger. Much
0: bigger. I'd like bigger. It's going to be
1: an entire theme park based around Star Wars. Now you too can dance with Ewoks. You can swim with Gungans. Really, you had to do that. You can dine with Hayden Christensen.
2: <sighs> I don't think anyone wants that.
0: I don't even think Hayden Christensen's parents want to dine with Hayden Christensen. Uh-huh. It's it's the Hayden Christensen
3: experience. You go into the restaurant, and there's a Hayden Christensen sitting at every table. <laughs> I would almost rather Damn shoot Hayden Christensen
2: than to shoot Jar Jar Binks. Uh, okay. They're pretty close. Wow.
3: They do have the Jar Jar Binks restaurant, where you can go sit next to Jar Jar Binks at every table. <laughs> I mean, after the, after the
2: Return of the Jedi edit at the end, yeah, that, that, that had me. That just never.
0: That makes... <laughs> That makes baby Jesus cry, is what that does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I
1: just took something happy and ruined <coughs> yeah. it. On
0: to our favorites. Yeah. Way wait, wait <laughs> to do that, Zook. Thanks.
2: Yeah, that was going to be my, my happy place. <laughs> Misa, no, what's your happy
1: place? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. um... Chat Roulette. Normally, it's a bad site. You should stay away from it. Except for one film group in Great Britain decided to make something fun with it, and they made a very well-done live-action first-person shooter that you could take control of over Chat Roulette. If you haven't seen this already, you're probably one of the few, because it's only been out for three days, and it's already uh, garnered over six million views. It's insane. It is so much fun. And it's probably 99% uh, safe for work. There's, like, I think, a word here or there. But let's be honest, it's awesome enough that I think your boss is willing to overlook it. So you really, if you haven't seen it before, you need to check it out uh, and just laugh. You can definitely tell the people who are used to playing video games because they catch on pretty fast. <laughs> yeah,
3: pretty good. Okay, my favorite this week is uh, an article. It's pretty long, so buckle up. Uh, but it lays out all the reasons why iPhone is better than Android. And I'm a believer now. I've converted. So go ahead, check out my link. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, you better have converted.
0: <laughs> I, was <on>. <laughs> I was just distracted by Colin's staticky. Static. Uh, you know Apple, that. it just works. Uh, my favorite is Fallhouse Shelter this week. <laughs> uh, it came out on Android. I have not been able to stop playing. Uh, It was on iOS, I don't know, a couple months ago, and now we're just catching up because they realized that Android is where it's at, so they really need to get it out there for, for the rest of humanity. And it's a fun game. Check it out. Great time suck.
2: Alright, and then mine uh, comes from the Star Wars universe. Uh, Hasbro's has released a bunch of new Star Wars toys, including Nerf Guns, so you can be running around with Chewbacca's Bowcaster or a uh, Stormtrooper's Rifle, um, tons of different lightsaber combinations, uh, <clears throat> and then action figures of all the new characters. And let's just say my check is going to go straight to this probably very soon. Oh uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Very cool. Well, that is our episode this week. Um, again, let us know what you're thinking. 801-917-Dcard or email us. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Until next time, cheers. And adieu.
2: Adios. <laughs> Good day.
0: This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.